Hey, this is Rio Trippiano, and you're listening to the Texas Toast Podcast. Go ahead, put it on real tight. I hope you brought your best tonight. They say they got the fireworks, yeah, they say they got the show. Here around the shoots, you're the best, so let's go. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Texas Toast Podcast with Miss Helen. And I am so proud to welcome everyone loves Rio Trippiano. Hello, Rio. How's it going? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? You're doing great. We're going to talk about, we're going to get into your new single, which is just really on fire. But I want to go back. We were just discussing it many, many, many years ago. I happened to be the MC for a stage at Poco Bueno in Port O'Connor. We had the big music festival going on, plus the big weigh-in with all the big fish, which I got to MC that. And I happened to be a lady angler, so it worked out. But I was just blown away by the sound. But I was blown away by you because like you just, act, like when I met you, it was like, I had known you forever. That's just that's just kind of how I remember meeting you. Well, that's how the good ones are. It's like the songs. It's, it's like you've heard them before, you know. Yes, and so it was um, great show, great entertainment. I had followed y'all since then, and so now you've launched into this solo career. How did your transition go from Copper Chief into your solo career? Um. <laughs> I mean, it was about like a, like a wrench and a dryer, you know, like it was a, it was, it was, it was a lot and loud. Uh, there was, there, there's still a lot of ins and outs that need to be figured out and all that. But, uh, I, it, it was time to do something a little different. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I've been, I've been writing songs for years and years and years, and I've got a whole backlog of just a bunch of stuff. And it's, I mean, there, there's some, there's some trash in there, just like there is everybody, but I mean, there's some, there's some pretty good ones in there. So I thought, you know, I, what better time than now? So, I mean, I put out this first one, I got plans to put out another one here in roughly a month or so. And then after that, the plan is to have the full length album out, uh, early April. Oh, that's exciting. Well, let's go ahead and jump into Midnight Marionette and talk about it. It's, I, I know that, I mean, I follow you on social, I follow the music and I know it is really like everyone's loving it. I've listened to it over and over. It's just such good jam, but I just love the whole concept of that song. Thank you. Uh, I, you know, it's funny. I, so I'm in this songwriting group uh, that I, I joined it during, uh, during COVID, uh, which was it was okay. So I, I was in sequestered songwriters, which was a bunch of songwriters, uh, paying tribute to an artist every week. That was a separate thing. Then I was also in a songwriting group and some of those people were actually in that, that group as well. And, uh, it's been a, it's usually 10 people at a time and it's, it's constantly filtered through a bunch of people going in and out, depending on if you get your song in, well, you have to write one song a week. You have to have it in by midnight on a, on a Wednesday. Otherwise you're out of the group. And, uh, uh, I mean, I think I've been doing it since 2020. I, I've been in and out of the group probably two or three times, but I think I've gotten probably a hundred roughly around a hundred, 120 songs from that, which is great. Uh, I mean, like, wow. and like some of them are trash. Some of them are great. That was, that was one. It was like, Oh no, I have my, my songs do my midnight. I have like 30 minutes. Oh my God. I completely forgot about this. And uh, it was one of those ones. I wrote the whole thing and, 
roughly five to 10 minutes, just like writing down, okay, this is groovy. This is fun. Like the whole build up into the solo thing. Like that was just a spontaneous, like the, 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 the trying to kill time. So the song is long enough to be, to be considered a song. And then, uh, next thing you know, it's, it's a couple months later and I was at a yellow dog, uh, studios with Adam Oder going to record the album. And he's like, okay, so like, what songs do you want to put on here? And I was, I had a pretty firm handle on the mo- on most of what I wanted to do. And that one just kind of popped back in my head. I was like, you know, that five minute thing that I just kind of popped off. That was kind of, that was catchy. That was fun. And we went through and like, once we recorded it, it's one of my favorite ones on the album now. Like it's, it's funny how it worked out like that. Cause it was, it was nothing. And all of a sudden it was something. Seriously. That is blowing my mind. That's just how Rio rolls, right? Kind of, because I mean, I could sit, I could sit there and like put a whole lot of effort and a lot of time and my heart and my brain and uh, blah blah, you know, get all self indulgent about writing a song. And, and and it's not just me; any of us can. Like, and we can sit there and make some sort of masterpiece. But quite often, some of the stuff that just comes to your head, like if you write it down real quick and you get it out. Even if you think it's a, uh, you know, some sort of poppy piece of crap, I love poppy uh, poppy pieces of crap. You know, like I'm I'm the guy <laughs> that you'll see going by in the truck just blaring some sort of girly pop song. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, it it just it came together quick, and I'm 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 proud of it. Well, you should be proud of it, and I think it just got added to the BMI Texas Ten playlist. It did. It did this morning. Yeah, so there's, I mean, is, I think there's just more to come. So forward, looking forward to the album. So how many cuts are you going to have on the album? There's going to be 10 tracks on this album. And I mean, I'm, I've already got the next two, three, four albums written. So I'm, I'm ready to get in there and just start. This, this is the first one. So the first one is always a process. And I mean, I, <laughs> I feel like that's all I've ever done is being, being one band at a time, just creating first albums and then out. <laughs> I did it with Copper Chief. I did it with the Washers. It just It's a long process to get that first one. Then once we get the second one going, we'll be rolling. The Washers, yes. Well, speaking of that, Richmond's your hometown. Yes, ma'am. And that's the funny thing is after, after that event, and I was like blowing everything up about Copper Chief and and that there was a Mm -hmm. picture of me and you, I had so many friends from the area that were like, I've known Rio forever. I went to school with Rio. I taught Rio. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's not uncommon once I head towards the coast to see, see and dance with teachers and hang out with (laughs) friends that I haven't seen in a long time. It's like, you changed so much. I'm like, I know. So did you? Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's always a little. And I mean, I didn't go by Rio forever. I, I went by my middle name for the longest time. So there's always this back and forth between what people are going to call me if they're going to come up and call me Rio, if they're going to call me my middle name. And it's 
it's always interesting to watch their faces, to watch my face whenever they call me the wrong name the first time. It, it's fun to watch. That's funny. So when so, you were growing up, were you singing when you were growing up? You know, I did a lot less singing. I was, uh, I've all, I mean, I've been, I've known since I was five that music is what I was going to do for a living. I picked, I started playing piano when I was five and was immediately like in it and was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do forever. But I was always, uh, I was, I've always been confident in my abilities musically, but I've, I mean, even today still, I've never really been quite confident in, uh, vocal abilities just cause I mean, it's, you, <laughs> I mean, this, there's, this guitar right here sounds different from this guitar right here. And you can change out the strings. You can plug it into a different amp and do a different thing. You can play one piano and it's going to sound like a different piano. You can play any instrument and change it up a little bit. Your voice is your voice. That's, that's your that's your instrument. No one's going to sound like you. And so I don't know. It's, it's, it's always weird to hear yourself back the first time. And I mean, all I do is try and sound my best, like, I don't know, Michael Jackson. <laughs> that's, that's, the best <laughs> that's the best you can do is try and get that. So. Well, I like your sound and seeing the other thing while we're talking about your sound, I want to talk about your look. Cause I'm just like, I'm in Ambered with your hat. I know you always have your hat, your bandana. Oh, yeah. So did you, or did you always, always, oh, is that a, a thing for you always? Uh, after, I'd say after high school, the bandana was always on. And then, uh, it started off as just like a, a piece of flair. And then, uh, then I worked on a ranch, uh, out in the middle of nowhere in Texas and, uh, Rock Island, Texas. And the bandana became like, I know exactly where rock Island is. Oh yeah. You know, there's nothing out there. There's not, Uh, there's not. Yeah. Hey guys, producer Kyle here. If you're looking for the perfect gift for the Texas music fan in your life, you've got to check out more than music creations, more than music teams up with Texas bands and artists like Randy Rogers band, the wilder blue, Pat green, Bree Bagwell and Jade Marie Patek to create unique handcrafted jewelry. That's inspired by that artist's music and made with their own used guitar strings. A portion of each sale goes to giving kids in the central Texas foster care system, the gift of music through mentoring and private lessons to check out the full collection of this one of a kind jewelry, visit www.morethanmusiccreations.com. Now back to the show. I worked on a private uh, deer hunting ranch out there and it was just me uh-huh. Uh, the, the ranch foreman and, uh, one other guy and, uh, the bandana became more of like an essential thing. Like, you know, you actually need it like during the day to do stuff. And the hat has always, I, when I first started in the washers, I didn't wear a hat, but when I first started in the washers, I was younger and didn't have, I had more hair on top of my head. Exactly. <laughs> and, and one day before all the hair was gone, I got a hat and put it on. So, you know, it looks pretty good. I'll wear that. I mean, I wore a cowboy hat when I was younger, like, uh, <laughs> definitely when I was doing FFA stuff or going to church camps, but, uh, yeah, it's just always been a thing. And then, I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I just like stuff. Who doesn't like stuff? You know, I know. And who doesn't like hats? Like, first of all, I'm a ball cap hoarder because mm-hmm. I, I do fish all the time. Most of the t- most of the time on the podcast, my hair doesn't look like this. It's usually ball cap. But then I love my my um, cowboy hats too. I mean, I yeah, love well, to put a I'd, cap on, and you don't have to worry about your hair. Uh, I don't. I don't leave the house without it. I've probably lost more hair on top of my head because of the hats. If we're being honest, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> all the time. you know, it's funny. I'm I'm actually I'm sponsored by a 
by Huey. And I mean, mm-hmm. not they're, they're just some of the nicest folks in the world. They're, they're actually some of my best friends on the planet. And I, I love the hell out of them. But because of that, I've got access to like every ball cap there is. <laughs> oh, kind of and they have such cool stuff. Oh, they have, they have such cool stuff. But more often than not, I'm out there with this thing on. And I feel kind of like a like an ass sometimes. Like, hey, you know, I love you guys. But you know, <laughs> so it's that funny. was like that was like when my son first started working. When he was in high school, he worked at a Western Wear store, and he was all around the place down here. And I, he spent so much money on Huey hats. I was like, "What, son? When are you going to stop?" He was like, "Mom, where do you think I get it from? Let's go look at your stack over here." <laughs> Most of mine were free, though. <laughs> That's the that's the part calling the cops. Like, I get it. Though. I get it 100. Right. It goes right. back to like that. Who doesn't like stuff? I like stuff. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Ball caps and give me some fishing lures, and I'll hoard as much as I can. Yeah. So um, let's talk about because so you've got an album in the works, got your single out. Are you going to be out playing some shows? I know you've been cooperating with some other people and been out and about. Yeah, busy. I. I uh... I mean, I've always been the hop in with everybody guy. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's handy for me to be able to do that. And it's just fun too. I mean, you get to not, not everybody's fans are the same. You know, there's a lot of people that are fans of a lot of the people that I play with, but not everybody's fans are the same and, and act mm-hmm. the same around everybody. So it's fun to watch for me and just be a part of all that. But yes, the plan is to, uh, I'm, I'm just getting, getting everything underneath me. And then once it's underneath me, just the plan is to hit it and just go, go, go. So, and I've got, I'm putting together a pretty good band. One of them, uh, the bass player, Justin Lusk, uh, uh, he plays for Bree. He used, we used to, mm-hmm. you know, we were in Copper Chief together and stuff. He, he plays with me as well. So like he's, he's doing double duty right now, but, uh, so I, I've got him, I've got a couple guys out of Austin that are, just killer players. Another buddy here in New Braunfels, Logan Timberlake. And it's a good band. It, it's, it's a, it's one of those things. Cause I, I did, I did a lot of the album, like all the guitars on the album. That was me. All, all, all the singing. That was me. Uh, I, I even played bass on one of the songs. I did a lot of the keyboard work on, on, on a lot of it. So it's one thing to sit there and listen to, you know, the stuff, you know, from the studio and everything. But then when you get the band around you and everything, mm-hmm. oh, when it's in the air and the vibrations going past you, oh man. So we're, we're making something special. I just want to make sure it's right. And once it's right, we're going to hit the road and take over. Wow. That is super exciting. Thank you. And listen to um, you play all those instruments. Thank goodness you had those piano lessons. Yeah. Right. That thanks, started thanks. it, right? Yeah. My, my, my mama, she, uh, she, she got piano lessons for me from another lady in the church choir and they ended up being some of the sweetest times of my life back then. I picked it up pretty quickly, but those are fond memories. Wow. This is, this is super, I'm, I'm just, I can't wait to see you back out and with, with a full band. And I mean, if the single, well, obviously the single is an indicator of how wonderful everything's going to be. So if you had any, like, did you, do you have any downtime since you're not like full time on the road right now? And and if so, what do you do? <laughs> this, this past couple of days has been my first like downtime, downtime in since probably October. I, uh, I did the, uh, what did I do? I did the Texas music cruise, which involved a lot of time sitting at a bar with some Braun brothers, which will take its toll on you. Uh, I, I, I did that and then Halloween, which is always, you know, a blast. I don't even remember where I was, what I did. Then I went hunting for about two weeks and, um, 
I went down on the King Ranch and then I went down in uh, Katerina with a buddy of mine, Will Carnute. And uh, that was like my last kind of breathe time. And then after, because after I went hunting, it was, uh, I was moving into this house that I'm in right now, frantically, so that I could have it ready to go before I was in Vegas for two weeks for NFR with Huey playing music out there and stuff. Came home for yeah. Christmas for a very short time, went back out uh did steamboat uh-huh. came back from steamboat had that little bit of layover and then mile zero fest and then now february i'm just taking it easy <laughs> so finally <laughs> i'm not yes. and i have i have i have no complaints i've played with everybody in the meantime i've had a great time but uh i'm, I'm enjoying this little break <laughs> yes that's nice because you got a lot ahead of you a lot to get ready again. for mm-hmm. yeah. so on your hunting trip did you bag anything I got, uh, I got a pretty nice eight point on the King Ranch, and I got another. I guess uh, when another eight on at my buddy's ranch, and then another eight. I guess it was cool. three. Eight. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, and I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't shooting for the rag. Yeah, I, I, I was shooting for the rag on the King Ranch just so I could say I got one. But the other ones is just about filling the freezer and I got That's exactly I, right. <laughs> I got the freezer full this year so I'm happy. That's always a good feeling. Well, my goodness. This has been so much fun catching up with you and we're looking forward to um what's coming up and going into springtime um getting ready for I'll be glad when March 1st gets here. Well, actually spring training is coming up with the Astros. So That's yeah. Oh yeah. So it's going to be an exciting year. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That people can talk all the trash they want, but we still got the rings, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. And we have, I don't care what anybody says, we have the best team and the best guys always. Of course, I'm always partial, but, you know, being oh, a lifelong right. grow up on the front porch, listening to the radio. Oh, yeah. To the Astros. Going to the Astrodome for all those years and everything. Yes, right? yes. yes. Wasn't the Astrodome amazing? I'll never forget right. as a kid when you'd walk up, you'd kind of be walking up, and then all of a sudden you'd see that green and you'd say, oh, oh you my gosh. Yeah. Was- I, I grew up in the Astrodome. I, uh, my papa had a construction company growing up, and uh, we had season tickets to go see the Houston Oilers. And so, I mean, I, I, from, ever since I was very little, I remember me and my cousin fighting over the, uh, the binoculars trying to find Warren Moon out there on the field and like, and then going to the Altastros games, Bagwell, Biggio, Caminetti, like all that stuff. So I, I, I remember the the dome fondly and I, I love the hell out of it. I miss it. I, I, I love that it's still standing there. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I, I know. Really I love don't it. Mm-hmm. I've heard a million stories about what their plans are, but I haven't heard anything concrete, but I want it to live forever. I love that place. I do too. Absolutely. All right. Well, before I let you go, I got one last question to ask you. If you were a cocktail, what would you be? Old fashioned. Old fashioned. Those are strong drinks. I'm a strong man. <laughs> yes, you are, Rio. <laughs> oh my gosh. We could go on and on, but I know you've got things to do. We're going to cut you loose. We'll be catching up and, um, maybe down the road once you get going the bands together and you're out let's get you back on the podcast and visit some more so thank you so much rio thank you keep an eye out and uh like i said there's more stuff coming your way soon so you'll hear wonderful wonderful thank you yes ma'am thank you
Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Texas Toast. If you've made it this far, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and spreading the word about us. If you'd like to support the show, whether it be through sponsorship or by subscribing on YouTube or by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. Anything and everything helps. We're just getting this thing rolling with no end in sight and have some incredible interviews lined up for all of you. So please help us get the word out. We'll see you next time on Texas Toast. As she left, I dare to say You can go to hell Hell, I'll go to Texas I've had my fill of every place but home Well, take away these city lights Put me on a one-way flight I'm leaving out of here tonight Just consider me My southern draw, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, all this cowboy.